and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick Big J. Welcome to the 17th day of June 2021. It's a Thursday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. And we are here and accounted for and ready to rock and or roll. Yeah, we survived a live broadcast together. I was going to say, we should start by probably thanking everybody for uh, popping by yesterday. We were hanging out at the Jacksons there on Northside Boulevard in Nampa, and a bunch of people stopped by to say hello, and it was nice to see everybody again, man. Yeah, it does feel good, doesn't it? Hanging out collectively. We were there with the Woo Crew, and I got to tell you, Big J, I won money from the Idaho Lottery yesterday. Yeah! I, I, now, it feels I, good, right? I, I have to confirm it because I'm not... I, I, listen, I have my strengths and weaknesses, and following directions of scratch-offs, I would say, is probably pretty far down on the uh-huh. list. But I Makes think sense. I won 75 bucks. That's what I think I won on one of the scratchers. That the ten dollars well, scratcher that I bought. Uh, absolutely not. And then I won money on the Powerball too last night. What? Now listen, it's not a ridiculous amount of money, but I got the Powerball because one oh, of the wow. things that I did was when you bought two of the Beat the Heat tickets, you got to do the little spinning wheel thing, and the spinning wheel yeah. thing that I was spun gave me a free Powerball ticket, and so then I won the Powerball. That's awesome, the man. Powerball, but I won. I had the Powerball correct. The Powerball last night was 25. That was my Powerball. And what does that get you, Big J? You're the lottery expert. Uh, five bucks. All right, I'll take I it. Think. So 80 bucks on a $20 investment, that's a good return, right? Yeah. Uh, I was very happy. Now, again, I, I think I did. I mean, listen, it says, <laughs> like, match. You, If your number matches the winning number, you don't need three. You just need one. You win whatever that was. And I had three numbers match. Each of them were 25 bucks. And on my other ticket, I had no numbers match. So I know I didn't win anything on that one. But this one, I, I'm keeping it because I might win money next week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the drawing. So uh, this is where my addiction starts, Big J. We're seeing the very, very birth of it. Isn't yeah. that fun? It's great. Good job. Uh, thank you. Hey, I you're did. already a gambling degenerate Absolutely anyways. nothing. Yeah, but sports gambling and, and uh, lottery scratch-offs, I feel, are... are one is, uh, <laughs> is something that at least... I like to tell myself takes a little bit of skill, and uh, I have somebody to blame when things go wrong. Like somebody misses a yeah. shot, and then I can be upset at that person. But when I don't win money uh, at scratch offs, all I have to do is be mad at myself. And there's already plenty of that going yeah. on. So, uh, either way, I'm happy to do it, and thanks for everybody for hanging out. Uh, we had a good time talking to everybody and having some fun, and it was a beautiful day yesterday, too. So, it was perfect cool day yeah. to hang out with the Idaho Lottery. Today on the show, Big J's got a nerd alert for you. Fairly busy week in the world of video games. We'll get you all caught up on that. We have a chance for you to win some Idaho Pud Slam tickets, VIP style today, uh, on the big show a couple times over. So you're going to want to, if you want to hang out and do some stuff this weekend, we got you covered there. And of course, we got to get somebody qualified for the Aftershock Festival at 7.30. So it's going to be a good show. We play music too. Kicking things off with the Foo Fighters. It's Learn to Fly here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the fun that is a Thursday morning. We should kick things off a little thing we like to call important stuff. It's the news. It's the news. Important stuff. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, I don't have to tell you this, but Americans aren't very good at spelling. I don't know what the hell that means, but Uh, yeah, you're right. And so it's one of those deals where somebody did some research. It was AT&T, as a matter of fact. And they looked at Google Trends for the entire pandemic. And they're like, listen, people are at home more. They're not out and about. They have a little bit more time to concentrate on stuff. How are they doing at spelling? And the answer is, we're still pretty bad. Uh, And uh, so then they started figuring out, okay, well, what's the most commonly misspelled words? And then they broke it down state by state. And so finally, Big J, we have all 50 states' most commonly misspelled words, at least according to Google Trends, for the entire pandemic. All right, lay it on me. Uh, Guess what? Coronavirus is the most misspelled word in the most states. Uh, Seven states couldn't spell coronavirus correctly. Uh, Then, uh, favorite came in second. Six states had problems spelling the word favorite. And then, yes, favorite. Like, how do you spell favorite? Let's go. Uh, F-A-V-O-R-I-T-E. Perfect. Good job. Favorite. 
And then five, use it in a sentence. Five struggled with spelling witch, like uh, which witch is which. You understand? Not like a spooky witch, but uh, which uh, which button are you pressing? Kind of a thing. W H I C H. Perfect. Witch. Three states struggled with spelling definitely. Go. No, no, I can't. That's what I can't do. I can't even. I I'm so bad at spelling that word. Even uh, the uh, the the dictionary thing in your computer. What is it called? Spell check? Spell check. I uh, can't even decide what the hell I'm trying to spell. Well, that's bad. Yes, it is bad. Another three states had issues spelling separate. Not going to give that one a go? S-E-P-E-R-A-T-E? Wrong. S-E-P-A-R-A-T-E? There you go. Uh, also, a most common misspelling of quarantine was quarantine. And that may be a spell check issue more than anything else. Quar! But Idaho had its very own uh, unique misspelled word that was the most common in the state. Big J. <laughs> nope, everybody can spell that one right. No, uh, it's we not have true. a problem spelling peace. Not like world peace, but like a piece of cake. P I E C E. There you go. Peace. But that is the most common misspelled word in the state of Idaho. Peace. To be honest, I'm feeling pretty good about my spelling. You should. Uh, these are all fairly easy words, however. No. Uh, other than definitely, I'll give you that one. That one's a little bit more uh, tricky than the other ones. But you did knock it out of the park, so credit where credit is due. And I'm sure, considering your background, you probably have no problem spelling coronavirus either. So, uh, there you go. Maybe we all need to... Uh, and that, listen, again, it's Google Trends. A lot of that stuff is on phones. I blame some of that stuff with just, you know, uh, somebody's sausage fingers messing some of that stuff up. But, you know, the I and the E in peace can be interchanged if you don't know what you're doing right. and paying attention. So that's probably where that comes in with the state of Idaho. God, lots of stuff happened in the NBA last night and yesterday. Uh, first of all, we had a couple of games. Atlanta Hawks beat the Philadelphia 76ers 109-106. Uh, came back from 24 down in the fourth quarter to win that game. Uh, they're now up in that series, three games to two. Clippers with no Kawhi Leonard ended up beating the Utah Jazz in their home floor yesterday. 119-111, uh, so now LA leads that series three games to two. Looks like Kawhi Leonard may be out for the rest of the year. Uh, it's so weird how like the NBA's injury report changes by the minute. But uh, Kawhi Leonard uh, yesterday went from he'll be fine and playing in game five to he may have torn his ACL and is out for the rest of the year. Who knows? The, uh, but he did not play last night. Nobody's saying anything. They're supposed to report injuries in the NBA, but apparently nobody's doing it. And so we don't know what's going on with Kawhi Leonard. He could be done. He could just have a knee issue, whatever. The point is, that's not good for the Clippers, but they still won last night, so there's that. Then uh, we had a Chris Paul situation earlier in the day where he tested positive for COVID-19, and, uh, and now he's in COVID-19 protocol. Uh, and so he could miss a bunch of time as well as the Suns wait for the winner of the Clippers Jazz Series in the Western Conference Finals. So he is away from his team and all sorts of stuff. That's an issue. LaMelo Ball was named Rookie of the Year and then a couple of coaches passed on uh, from their jobs yesterday. The Pelicans fired Stan Van Gundy after just one season as their head basketball coach. And then Scotty Brooks ended up uh, parting ways with the Washington Wizards yesterday too. So there are now six openings in the NBA for head coaches. That's 20% of the league, Big J. Currently doesn't have a coach in the NBA. So it's win or get the F out in the world of basketball. So yeah, it was a busy day in the fun that is the NBA yesterday. Luke Wilson is ready. He's going to be in Legally Blonde 3, Big J. It's official. He was asked if he was going to reprise his role in Edmund Richard. The actor told People Magazine that, yeah, he's always up to work with uh, Reese again. And so, of course, Elle Woods is coming back in Illegally Blonde 3. Uh, Mindy Kaling wrote the script for it. And so uh, they're making the movie and Luke wants to be involved. It's, I, it's a big deal. I haven't seen any of those. Are they good? You haven't seen Legally Blonde? No, no. It just, it, it, I mean, it seemed like it was like a, a movie for young girls and good for that, but it just didn't seem that like it was That surprises me even more that you haven't seen it. In my wheelhouse. And so I haven't. Well, you have. How is it? Yeah, it's funny. Is Legally Blonde 2 any good? Uh, I, I don't, I can't recall seeing that entire movie, okay. so. Uh, would you be on board for Legally Blonde 3 or you don't care about that character enough to revisit it? I, I, I'd rather have some more, um, some more of, uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Thank you. Yeah, they haven't even made a two to that, so I'm not sure they're going to get to three. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Here's traffic. I'm a Josh Lucas fan. Uh, what's he up to these days? The voice of Home Depot. That is not something you should follow. But Why? I mean, Well, I mean, what I'm saying is that's not... 
you can't be like I'm really excited for Josh Lucas to be the. I love every time a damn commercial comes out. I'm like, man, he is a pretty dude. You don't even see him in those commercials. I know. How about we see what's up in the gaming? Big J's nerd alert on 100.3. The X rocks. Well, the E3 gaming convention happened uh, this last week, Nick. Uh, it was all online, and I'm going to touch on some of the highlights here. Microsoft kicked off its Xbox Bethesda E3 showcase with a first look at Starfield. In addition to debuting the new trailer, Microsoft confirmed that the next RPG from Todd Howard and Bethesda Game Studios will be exclusive to Xbox and PC, and uh, Starfield, with which Bethesda ex- execs have described as both Skyrim in space and a Han Solo simulator, is targeting November 11, 2022 as a release date, and then uh, now Starfield has come out and apologized to a lot of its fans for being an exclusive on Microsoft. Well, they can shut up. Well, I mean, Microsoft had, bought them. Everybody knew it was yes, going to be exclusive. Yes. We, Why well, is this a And more importantly, uh, thanks. We've been excluded from a lot of other great uh, exclusive products from PlayStation. So welcome to the fold, fans. Uh, I think it's ridiculous that they have exclusives on gaming anyways. But uh, there you go. That game does look huge and big, Nick. Uh, Nintendo. You interested in it at all? Uh, I don't Not really. I'm not an RPG guy. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. Nintendo closed out its E3 Direct with a new gameplay trailer for Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 uh, that revealed a 2022 release window. The trailer shows Link in Navigating the Skies, uh, Hyrule, which will be explored in the sequel according to Nintendo. So the gameplay looked really amazing in that, by the way. Uh, This was huge because I don't think anybody was expecting this, but Guardians of the Galaxy game is a reality, and it was finally revealed during the Square Enix E3 show case with an October 26th release date. So that's coming up pretty soon, man. The single-player action-adventure features all of the Guardians from the MCU, Gamora, Rocket, Raccoon, Groot, and Drax, uh, though you'll be play exclusively as Star-Lord, man. Like the movies, the Guardians of the Ga- Galaxy game will feature classic mu- music from the 80s, including songs by Iron Maiden, Rick Ashley, Kiss, and Wham! But it is important to note that none of the people involved in the movies are involved in the game. Yeah, absolutely. But I will say they seem to be trying to emulate or at least recreate their voice. I mean, it sounds like they're trying to do impressions of the voices from those folks. Well, I mean, so don't for well. The other thing is, like, did you ever play the Avengers game? I have not. No, uh, I did. A lot of people hate that game, and it's from the same studio. So I'm guessing that unless they make some why changes, do they hate? Why do they hate it? I don't really know. Well, listen, I I think I have an idea why they hate it. It's because that it's very clunky when you do like co-op stuff and the the people weren't very happy with the campaign either. I thought the campaign was fine. I I enjoyed the game, but you know, it it also was, you know, one of those deals where you had to do a bunch of different things and it's a lot of the same thing over and over and over and over and over again to get to like the costumes that you want to make your players look like you want. So it is a fairly repetitive and and exhaustingly so game and I think that's probably what got people a little bit upset about it and I I don't know what the Guardians of the Galaxy game, I mean, they're not letting, they're just showing you cool little scenes. They're not giving you any idea of what the actual premise of the game is so yeah however different here is this is a single player action adventure so you're not going to have a lot of co-op stuff so maybe there won't be that well Well, so is avengers like you know once you once you assemble the avengers in the avengers game that's when you take a co-op the whole campaign is single player as well you don't co-op on the campaign it's kind of like call of duty there's a there's a co-op feature and then there's the right uh, but i'm saying there is no co-op for this game no this is a single-player campaign. Mm, okay. So, uh, the Ubisoft 3 uh, showcase ended with our first look at a massive entertainment's Avatar game. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is a first-person open-world action-adventure game set in a never-before-seen part of Pandora. It's scheduled for a 2022 release on uh, all the... Uh, on PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. So we'll see how that is. It does not look interesting to me, just like the movies. After its 2020 PC release, Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming to Xbox Series X on July 27th. So the console version will launch on Xbox Game Pass and will be followed by a Top, top Gun expansion later in the year, so around Christmas time or so. You excited for that? 
Uh, yeah, it will be it will be pretty cool to uh, see that on the Xbox. I played every now and then on the PC. The Top Gun expansion looks really cool. We'll see what that adds. I mean, I also kind of showing it as an F-18 and an aircraft carrier. So we'll see if they add some other uh, different planes. The really cool thing about this too is a bunch of the standard uh, companies out there are starting to make peripherals for Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator and uh, making it a little more affordable because some of that stuff is pretty dang expensive. Very nice. There you go. There is your nerd alert. What was the bell of the ball as far as you're concerned? Um, it's something that uh, I was I was going to save for next week, but uh, they kind of put it inside the uh, the whole thing, and I haven't had a time chance to really read up on it. But they just kind of dropped this little nugget that Microsoft uh, was going to be uh, debuting at some point uh, X Cloud, which is a gaming cloud service that will make your older Xbox One. Be able to play Xbox, um, like you know, Xbox Series X games. So that's a really, really interesting thing. So, but they're not going to make Xbox One titles anymore. Uh, no. Well, I mean, they're trying to advance to the next generation of consoles. Well, I get it, but what I'm mean, saying is, is, is you won't need an, a brand new Xbox Series X to play those Xbox Series X games. Right, but I, but the, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, aren't they aren't they making them aren't those games still for Xbox One as well until they completely move over to next? No, gen? what I'm saying is when they make the the new next gen games, those games will be playable on your old Xbox One through XCloud. I understand what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, aren't those games also going to be available on Xbox One as is? No, like how PS5 no. is still making PS4 games. No. They're just stopping to make all Xbox One games. No, no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, when they make the the games that are exclusively for the next generation consoles, right, right, you'll be able to play those console those games on your old Xbox One through XCloud. <laughs> we're saying the I, same thing. No, we're not. I'm telling you that should you be able? I mean, they're not going to make Xbox One games anymore. No, there's no exclusive titles for point, PS. At, right. At some point, here in the few, this is in the future. Okay, this is the okay. next couple of years. I thought you meant. I thought you meant it's something that they're turning over. Fairly soon. No, no, no. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. If it's years in the future, then you got a long way to wait. Okay, somebody got caught in like a time trap. Here's traffic. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, well, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, the world is reopening. The world. Guess who's panicking pretty hard about that? Uh, well, I have no idea. Streaming network. Introverts? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's probably also true. Uh, but Americans are slowing down significantly on consuming streaming content, and that has freaked everybody out, at least if you are a streaming channel. Uh, media research companies across the U.S. have reported that, you know, Basically, the amount of time that we spend viewing our streaming channels has lowered significantly in the last couple of months, which I'm not sure why it should be a surprise to the streaming networks, because, I mean, listen, the reason why it was so crazy was because we were all stuck at home. Yeah. And now we're not, and so they're freaking out because they're not reaching as many people as they once were. Yeah, consider that a bonus. It was a temporary thing. It wasn't going to be permanent, dude. 93% of people, uh, at least according, that had access to streaming channels were accessing them on the regular during the last calendar year. Uh, And as of the last month, we're down to 73%. Uh, Now, subscription services like Netflix and Disney Plus have actually stayed pretty much solid ground as far as subscribers are concerned. And HBO Max has actually seen an increase in the last couple of months. But the real thing that they're freaking out about is the amount of time spent on these streaming channels for pretty much every user is down significantly. People are watching their streaming networks a little bit less than they were uh, just a couple months ago. And so now Netflix and Disney Plus and HBO Max and everybody are trying to, you know, get people to watch TV more and it's not working. But again, I don't think they should be surprised. I I feel like this is a futile, you know, race. They're they're, they're picking a weird hill to die on because we're not going to be as, you know, we just don't have as much time in front of our TV as we did. And plus, I think we're also, I mean, maybe you're not, but aren't you a little bit of sick of just sitting at home on your duff watching TV all the time? Yeah. And so it makes you want to get out and do some stuff sometimes. And so do things, Nick. That's part of the reason why it's a a deal. But, you know, the companies are noting that they're starting to see, while it's an anticipated dip 
in streaming. They didn't think it would be so sharp and so quick. And uh, obviously, it's not exactly, you know, paid subscription fatigue. It's just the ability of being able to go outside again. So I'm not sure what they plan on doing to offset these things, but none of the streaming services are happy with the fact that we're out and about. So uh, conspiracy theorists, you have your you have your mission. Good luck. Trey Young scored 39 points for Atlanta, including three free throws with 126 left to give the Hawks the lead for good as they rally back past the 76ers, 109-106 last night. They now hold a 3-2 lead in their particular series with Philadelphia. Clippers over the Jazz by 8 last night. Los Angeles wins Game 5. They're up 3-2 in that series. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks season will probably end tonight against the Nets. And the Canadians beat the Knights 3-2 last night. That series is tied at one game apiece on the ice. Speaking of streaming service, uh, Disney Plus announced Wednesday that, listen, uh, this Loki show of theirs, pretty big hit. And it was a pretty big hit right out the gate, uh, so much so that it, it, it comically outperformed things like WandaVision and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, both of which were not, you know, awful. <laughs> they were very big hits for Disney Plus as well, yeah. but Loki was bigger than all of them, so it actually caused Disney Plus to change their model. Here's the thing. Why do they think it's the day? Because it is. It's the day. It's a reason why Loki's so popular. It, it, it's, it's a reason why it's so popular out of the gate. Yes. I truly believe that we all have a lot less going on on a Wednesday night, which makes us more available to sit down and watch a new episode of TV than some of us have on Friday nights when it's a weekend and there's other events going on and things that, that could take your time and you're heading into the weekend. And so you're like, ah, you know what? I'll save, you know, WandaVision for Sunday when I don't have anything going on as opposed to Friday night. So, yes, I do believe that Wednesday is a big reason why. Because, listen, I don't think you're you're garnering a whole bunch of different new viewers from the Marvel Cinematic Universe that are watching Loki. I think everybody that's into Marvel is watching all three of these shows. It's just we've all prioritized which ones we want to watch sooner because of when we can watch them. And just like you waited to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier just like I did until it was all over because of whatever reason we gave ourselves. And that's probably why, you know, it's like, listen, I got nothing going on on Wednesday. Why don't I watch a new episode of Loki? You know, you had nothing going on last night. Why don't you go home and watch a new yeah, episode of Loki, right? I did. And uh, Exactly. And you have probably had things going on on Fridays, which made it difficult for you mm. to make time for these new episodes right away. So, uh, anyway, the point is Disney has decided to change all of their programming to premiere on Wednesdays now. So, scripted, unscripted, animated series, everything is going to debut on Wednesdays instead of Fridays. That is because uh, Loki became the highest rated premiere on the network ever. And yes, I will agree that obviously the character is much more canon than the others and probably has a much larger following or people are more interested or, or at least the preview made it look really, really cool, which is why people wanted to watch it right away. But I think the day plays a part in things. We're much more likely to be sitting on our duffs at home on a Wednesday night than we are on a Friday night, I guess is my point. Agree or disagree, Big Agreed. Jim. So that's why they're changing everything to Wednesday. So get ready. Wednesday is the new Friday. Lie Detector. Presented by Tobacco Connection and Big Smoke. Only on 100.3. The X rocks. Tobacco Connection, Big Smoke, and us here at The X want to send you to the Aftershock Festival in Sacramento, California, October 7th through the 10th. A bunch of rock bands are going to be there. Metallica headlining two nights. Limp Bizkit headlining a Thursday. Anthrax, Testament, Exodus is going to be there. Social D, Rise Against, Mastodon, Pennywise. In this moment, Black Veil Brides, Offspring, Machine Gun Kelly, Gojira. Mudvayne reunion, body count, Grammy winners on body count, Big J. Body count. Asking Alexandria, Bad Flower, Rancid, Volbeat. I mean, listen, it's everybody. It's nuts. And we're going to send you to all four days. The festival sold out. We got your tickets for all four days. We also have a chance for you to go there via an airplane as well as get your lodging taken care of. All you have to do is get qualified for this trip we're going to give away by getting on the phone, 208-287-1003, and playing a game called Lie Detector. Big J has three statements. One of them is completely false. Two of them are totally true. But you have to figure out which one is the lie. If you can actually get it correct, the next thing you know, you could be headed to Sacramento, California on us. Let's go to the phones. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning. What's your name, please? Sheila. All right, Sheila, you are up first. Here's Big J with your statements. The Statue of Liberty was a gift from the country of France to the United States. On this day in 1885, the statue arrived in New York Harbor. 
And last but not least, the Statue of Liberty was actually moved during the filming of Ghostbusters 2. Sheila, which one is completely made up? Um, number three. That is absolutely correct. Number three is a lie. They moved it during Ghostbusters <clears throat> 1, not 2. Congratulations, no, no, Sheila. No, no. Uh, you are officially qualified for the Aftershock yeah. Festival. Way to go. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set and good to go. Any reason why you're talking about Lady Liberty? Lady Liberty is awesome. I've never seen the Statue of Liberty in person, Nick, uh, but it is a moving thing when I get to see it in movies and documentaries. It's a, Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant the statue moved. I'm no, like, no. Are you move. all right? Uh, I'm all right. I'm very fine. Uh, but uh, it was on this day in 1885 that it was uh, dragged into the harbor uh, of New York. Beautiful. And then they put that bad girl up. <laughs> well done. Nice save. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Bad girl. There's your lie detector contest. Next chance to win via text message is coming up at 1230 with Ian, who's filling in for Jason Drew. And then Adam will have another chance for you at 530 today. Thanks to Tobacco Connection and Big Smoke. We're going to go to hell next on the X Rock. Point three, the X Rocks. Big J, we are going to India for today's We're Going to Hell story. And it is an awful story that reminds you that even if you have what may seem as a boring and mundane job, it's still important to pay attention to the small details. Uh, Otherwise, you may do something catastrophic. Oh, boy. As we head to uh, India for the story, it all revolves around kind of like a bodega-esque place in India, just like a kind of like a, a small little convenience store, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, just a day like any other, a gentleman comes in and was very, very thirsty and he wanted to buy a water. So he popped into a little convenience store there in India. And the shopkeeper behind the uh, the desk was doing his job and a cash register, I guess, not desk. And wasn't really paying attention, kind of had one of those days. He was having a case of the blobs. You know what I mean? Right. Just going through the motions. What am I doing with my life? I'm sitting here working part time at a damn convenience store. And the gentleman comes up and says, hey, man, can I grab a bottle of water? Uh, The guy, the employee, kind of half-heartedly hands over a bottle, takes the money, sends him about his way. Uh, That is when Naiz Ahmad, who is the gentleman that bought the bottle of what he thought was water, Big J, took a big, gigantic slug of it and then realized, boy, this tastes really, really minerally. Like, it's got, like, a real irony taste to it, which is never good. So he basically threw the bottle away right away and went into a different store and got some different water. Uh, About 10 minutes later, he started to feel really, really bad. And he's like, this isn't normal, man. I mean, I felt like uh, like my insides were on fire. And uh, that is because, Big J, his insides were on fire. Oh, no. The, uh, The gentleman at the original shop that handed him what he thought was a bottle of water wasn't really paying attention and instead grabbed... A bottle of battery acid, Big J. Battery acid. What? That he gave this poor bastard. And this guy, thinking it was water, just cracked it open and ingested a couple of glugs Wait. of battery okay. acid. Okay, hold on a second. Fire away. I'm going to guess battery acid. He doesn't smell like water. Well, like I said, he doesn't said it had like a very water. irony taste. I don't know what battery acid, I don't know if it's clear or not. That was I, my I'm question think right as well. away it would start burning your mouth. It did. That's what he said. It did. It hurt. He didn't Spit like it. Spit it out. He had to go to the hospital. Uh, and uh, they did some tests and charges and stuff on him. And the good news is he was pretty okay. He was listed in stable condition, has been discharged. They had to do a bunch of, like, treatment on some of his innards because there was some damage done. But it wasn't, you know critical condition kind of stuff feel like had he drank the whole bottle it was just a small little glug but either way uh it is somebody not paying attention to their job half-heartedly going through the motions handing somebody battery acid instead of water and then almost murdering somebody because of it i don't even know how that happens I don't either, really. That's... I don't know why you would keep your battery. I don't know they, why they would sell battery acid by the bottle. I don't know why that bottle would look anything like a water bottle. It certainly I don't wouldn't know be plastic. Why that bottle would be next to the water and how it could be possibly, or, or maybe it was just one of those deals where they had the bottle of battery acid next to it and they were using it for some reason and the guy accidentally handed it over. I don't know how it happens. I can't even put my head around it. 
Because like I said, I don't know what battery acid looks like. I know what a corroded battery acid looks like when it pops out of like a battery. But is battery acid clear? Does it have a brownish tint to it? I don't know. I don't know. But here's what I do know, Big J. That's against the law, dude. And this poor shopkeeper, the guy that worked there, ended up getting arrested. Because he did something that was detrimental to the health of somebody, accidental or otherwise. You can't just be handing somebody battery acid and saying, here, drink this. It's your job to kind of pay attention to what you're handing people. And when somebody does that, that's not good. So uh, I don't know what he's been charged with. Uh, the story there in, uh, in India today, which is where I'm getting this particular story, says the shopkeeper has been arrested and has got some sort of charges against him. It says under relevant sections of law. Ooh. And so I'm not sure what that means. Doesn't sound good. He's probably in trouble. But a reminder, don't drink battery acid, guys. I mean, this guy didn't do it on purpose, of course, but still something you probably want to be a while, I'll watch out for and pay attention at your jobs so that you're not handing somebody battery acid when it's supposed to be water. Thank you. Day. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, I don't pretend to know everything about you, but I imagine in your 47 years on this earth, you have probably at some point sexted, correct? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> you a fan? Uh, Sure, yeah, why not? It's been a while, but... All right. Uh, that was my next question. I mean, is it something that you partake in a lot? I mean, the wife travels a lot, so that makes some sense. That maybe, just maybe, there had been some, you know, steamy text messages sent nah. between wife and husband uh, in those particular times. No? Nope. Not something you partake in on the usual? Uh, but, uh, nor did I, or do I, I suppose. But it is one of those deals where I think at some point everybody has done it if they're in a relationship. Uh, and whether you're comfortable in it or not, it's another animal altogether. Uh, but it is interesting to find out that they're starting to do some research. And it probably shouldn't surprise you that if you are uh, with somebody or have been with somebody or are involved with somebody that uh, sexts a lot. Like, you know, wants to every time you're, you're talking to them, wants to turn it into a dirty thing. Uh, at least according to... The American Psychology Association, they're a creep, Big J. Uh, if somebody who sex all the time or sends sexually explicit messages or photographs or videos or whatever, uh, odds are they probably have pretty dark personality traits. Now, they want to make sure that they are uh, that they're horny. pretty specific about, you know, what <laughs> happens and when and how often. Like they say, listen, it's fairly normal for a relationship to have some sort of sexual conversation between the two people in it. But if it's happening, you know, four days a week, or you can't go on a random Tuesday without getting a junk pick from somebody, then there's probably something else going on there. And they found evidence that leaks the habit of sending sex perpetually to a couple of personality traits that are known as the Dark Triad, Big J, which sounds like a game. The Dark Triad? Yeah, narcissism, manipulation, and exploitation. Those are the three things that they consider to be pretty dark personality traits in the psychology and world. That, that escalated quickly. And if you're sexting all the time, again, this is something that happens semi on the regular. There's probably something else going on there. Uh, obviously, the focus is probably self-interest and deception as well. Uh, narcissism, of course, is... Characterized by pride, egotism, and lack of empathy. I don't have to tell you about that. But researchers add that sexting is an incredibly common phenomenon, especially among young adults and people early on in relationships. Well, there's nothing wrong with that early on. If it continues and keeps happening all the time, and that's all the other person wants to do, that should be somewhat of a red flag. Or in this case, a dark triad flag, if you will. And so something to keep in mind. While, you know, as sexual conversations and sexting can be a part of a normal, healthy relationship, uh, it can escalate into some weird and uncomfortable things. Like murder? Uh, well, I mean, I suppose. Okay. But there's a lot of things that could do that. They don't specify murder here. I think you're making quite the jump, but... Like BDSM or something? No, no. The, the three creepy things that we talked about. Oh, okay. Narcissism, manipulation, and exploitation. Just the fact that they're creepy. 
Listen, I shouldn't have to tell you that if you're you're two conversations into some uh, with somebody and they send you a junk pic, that person's probably a creep, right? Right. Stop sending me junk pics. Right. Uh, but if it's something that you are okay with and you're in a relationship with early on, that's fine. But again, if they're sending you junk pics six days a week, you're right in the creep territory again. I don't care how long you've been together. That's weird. You're together. You shouldn't have to send junk pics. Do you know what I mean? Right. So there's that part of things as well. Now, again, extenuating circumstances. If, again, somebody's traveling or out of town for a couple of months and this is how your relationship builds on itself, then, of course, there's circumstances. But... For the most part, it's probably pretty weird if all you're doing is sexting. Hawks win last night on the floor, 109-106. They're up 3-2 in that series. Clippers beat the Jazz, 119-111. Los Angeles leads 3-2. Canadians beat the Vegas Knights, 3-2 in their series. That series is tied up at one game apiece. And Big J, we have a record tie. The Diamondbacks fell to the San Francisco Giants last night, 13-7. That means they have tied the record for most consecutive home games lost or road games lost at 22. Arizona Diamondbacks of 2021, the 1963 New York Mets, and the Philadelphia Athletics of 1943 are the record setters. So the Diamondbacks looking to break that record. And in case you're curious, not only have they lost 22 straight row games, they've lost 13 in a row. We're looking at the worst team in baseball history, Big J. Damn. In the Arizona Diamondbacks. They are god-awful. Will Smith made an announcement yesterday. He is going to host his first ever comedy variety show for Netflix later on this year. According to the streamer, the one-hour special will include surprise celebrity guests, noteworthy conversations, comedic sketches, and one huge musical performance. Are you interested? Sure. You're not going to watch the Will Smith Variety Show. Who are you lying to? Now I'm going to do it just because you say I won't. Good. I want you to. I want you to waste that hour. I won't. Uh, Now I don't want you to. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and what we got here is something special. VIP tickets, Nick. To Pun Slam at Lounge at the End of the Universe, Saturday night, 7 o'clock. You just got to beat me here at Pop Culture Smackdown, and I'm feeling wily. Look out. Uh, yeah, you'll be treated like the king or queen that you are on Saturday night at Lounge at the End of the Universe VIP style. Get to enjoy a comedy show and live it up in the style that your life has become accustomed to. So if you would like to play, now would be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. You must defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown, which could be easier or difficult today. Big J's calling the shot, though, so we'll see. Hello, The X. Good morning. How are you? We're good, man. What's your name? Morgan. Morgan, you're up first. Morgan, will Arnett voice this caped crusader superhero in three Lego movies? Batman. Batman is correct. Right. Big J, this actor portrayed the president in the TV show The West Wing. Uh, that would be Martin Sheen. Right. Correct. Morgan, back to you. Mila Kunis voices this character on the TV show Family Guy. Meg. Right. Meg Griffin Meg. is correct. Big J, this gentleman was the director of Shaun of the Dead, the television, or to me, the movie. Uh, Edgar Wright. Right. Morgan, Jason Patrick replaced this actor for the sequel to Speed called Speed 2 Cruise Control. Who did Jason Patrick replace? Oh, uh, uh, God, uh, Keanu Reeves. Right. Keanu Reeves. adversary. That's correct. Big J, this former guest of the morning after uh, was the assistant to the vice president in the TV show Veep. He, oh, this, oh, man, oh, God. Multiple former guests of the morning after. Yeah, uh, Hale. I'll take it. Right. I will take last names. Tony Hale. Tony Hale. Absolutely correct. Morgan, this Pixar movie about a family of superheroes has the biggest box office opening ever for an animated movie at $180 million. Incredible. Right. Correct. Big J, this veteran actor portrayed real life people like Jack Kennedy, Dick Vermeil, Bob Crane, and even Joe Biden in TV shows and movies. Um... What were the list of people he's portrayed? Jack Kennedy, Dick Vermeil, Bob Crane, and Joe Biden. Oh, man. Um, they got me on that one, man. Any guess? No idea. 
What if I said he played Dick Vermeil in the movie Invincible, starring Mark Wahlberg? Would that help you? No. Wrong. Uh, the answer? Uh, Morgan, I guess I'll give you a guess. You win Morgan no matter what. Morgan probably knows it. Um, I, I honestly don't know. I kind of... I don't know. Greg Kinnear. Right. Greg ah. Kinnear. Uh, yeah. Jack Kennedy, Dick Vermeil, Bob Crane. Uh, I can't remember. Autofocus is the name of the movie. He was Bob Crane in. All the weird sexual stuff the dude from Hogan's Heroes was into. Congratulations, Morgan. You're officially going VIP style to the Idaho Pun Slam on Saturday at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. Please hold on one second. We'll get some information from you. And we'll do some headlines next on the X Rocks. In Big J. Headlines brought to you by the big, awesome Wild West Brewfest happening on Saturday in Caldwell at the Indian Creek Plaza. Everything you love about the Wild West all in one place. 30-plus brews, live music, beard and mustache contest, all the fun and details. Go to IndianCreekPlaza.com, but it's happening on Saturday at the Indian Creek Plaza. Check it out for yourself. Headlines are as follows. Humans are the worst. Humans are still the worst. And holy crap, humans are the worst. Well, humans are the worst. This seems like something that should need to be said, but the National Park Service has had to remind the public that they should stop pushing their friends down and into bears when they are around. What? Park rangers shared the public safety announcement on Sunday explaining a bear will see it as a sign that you're invading its space. If a bear shows up, the best thing you can do is slowly put distance between yourself and the bear. Draw your bear spray and prepare yourself to use it because the bear might charge towards you. But apparently there was an incident over the weekend where somebody thought it would be funny if they <laughs> pushed their friend down when they saw a bear. The bear took it as somebody being aggressive and charged the whole crew. Luckily, nobody got hurt, but it's one of those things where we're being stupid and dumb and we almost got ourselves killed doing it. Damn, why couldn't the person who pushed the person down get attacked? And now the National Park Service has to say, hey, guys, guys, don't push each other down in front of bears not smart humans are still the worst or holy crap humans are the worst humans are still the worst explosives are really not something you should diy and police in vermont say a man there was injured on tuesday in an explosion that happened while he was trying to make homemade fireworks police say that wayne lepage who was 40 years old and probably old enough to know better was making fireworks in a camper behind his home when the explosion happened they say he has pretty significant burns on his upper body and had to be rushed to a local hospital. He's in critical condition. Nobody else was injured, but nearby residents had to be evacuated as a precaution because his camper was full of explosives. The Vermont State Police and Damn. Bomb Squad had to be called in to detonate these particular uh, devices safely. He was just making fireworks. It wasn't anything more than that. But again, a reminder, homemade fireworks, probably not a great idea. Yeah, no kidding. Luckily, he only hurt himself. But, man. I once dabbled in homemade explosives. Yeah, how'd that go? Not good. Right. Wrap it up with, holy crap, humans are the worst. And it seems like a bad idea for a prank, uh, except it's not funny. Police say a man is facing some serious charges because he thought it would be funny to put a road flare in a drive through brain teller in Georgia. You know how they have the little uh, tubes that come through? Yeah. This dude put a road flare in it. Started it up and then sent it through the tube back what into the, the bank. What the hell, man? Police say that Michael Bass showed up, drove up in his motorcycle, cashed a work check, and then sent the flare back to the teller and then drove off on his motorcycle. The building was evacuated because they didn't know if it was a flare or dynamite or what. Police had to be responded. Bass was arrested two hours later on his motorcycle uh, and said that he wanted to film it as a prank for his YouTube followers. So again, it, we are just... God, we're dumb. We're just so dumb. And we do dumb things to put dumb things on the internet so that dumb people can make those dumb things go viral. Yeah. It's just a cycle. A continuous, never-ending, snake-eating-its-own-tail cycle. That's never going to stop because we've welcomed and opened these things into our lives. So I hope you're all happy with what we've created because this is, this is, this is what we are now, Big J. This just, is who we are. It's just, is that supposed to be? This is how we do it? Yes. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Somewhere Montel Jordan's shaking his head. We got ourselves a little bit of bad impressions and more on the way. New music.
music from Bad Flower there here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. And Big J, is it poll question time? Yeah, yeah, poll here. Uh, as uh, over 1,700 people have asked uh, something interesting. Whatever time you get up, how soon thereafter do you get dressed? Like fully dressed? Yeah. Do you like to get dressed? Okay. Um, I, well, I mean, I shower right after I get out of bed, so I, it's probably within 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, I guess that's pretty standard. Here, here's what the, this lines out. Uh, 50% said that it can vary widely with the day's activities and maybe other factors. <laughs> Great. 31% said early as possible. Okay. 12% said late as possible. Okay. Here's the thing that's concerning. 6% said, I sleep in what I wear the next day, so I'm already dressed. That can't be right. There's 6%. no way. I believe it. What? Yeah, sure. Why do you believe that? Because there's a lot of weird-ass people out there. I mean, 6% is a big chunk, as far as I'm concerned, of people that say they sleep in what they're going to wear the next day. I sleep in what I wear the next day, so I'm already dressed. Woohoo! God, that's insane to me. It is pretty gross. I, I wouldn't mean, condone that activity. Right. I, 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 now, listen, I, now granted, you run a little bit hotter than most people, so you sleeping in any kind of clothes would probably lead to a lot of sweat yeah. and would not do well for the following day. But even still, there's got to be a comfort factor involved in that where you cannot get a good night's sleep if you're and then again i, I guess it depends on what they're doing i mean if they're gonna they decide they're gonna wear shorts and a t-shirt the next day i can't imagine it's that much of a difference but if you like have actual things to do the following day and you're not just wallowed in depression i don't understand how that wouldn't be i thing. mean i think we saw this play out in the big lebowski it seemed like he was sleeping in a lot of the clothes that he was wearing on a regular Sometimes, but even he got dressed for the bowling but, game. Yeah, true. But let's be honest, he wasn't doing a whole lot. No, no, he was. He was not. He was not. It's not like, hey, what? You're an accomplished person who has goals in life. What do you? How fast do you get dressed? Yeah, those people aren't sleeping in three piece suits. You're right. You're right. I mean, uh, whatever they're doing the following day does not require a lot of clothing, I suppose. But still, weird that it's six percent of people that just say, yeah, I'll go to bed, whatever I'm gonna wear the next day. Doesn't yep. seem sanitary to me. Doesn't seem comfortable to me. Uh, there's a lot of things that go wrong with that. And if you're one of those people, you're weird. Sorry. Yeah, that's weird, people. But, you know, there's there's also like a bunch of... I was having a conversation with somebody who thought it was really, really weird that somebody would shower the night before. Oh, I know exactly who you're to talking the day about. that you, you do. Oh, I don't well, think you well I heard Joelle talking about this Sunday morning. Oh, was she? Yeah, that, 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 there, I, we have not had that conversation, but that makes sense. But, uh, I mean, I'm a guy that showers the morning of. And I'm a night shower right, guy. Right, you're a night shower guy. But, uh, again, don't you, like, I mean, there's got to be some sweat and stuff in the bed the night before. You don't care about that? What are you kidding, man? Are you kidding me, man? My house is like 68 degrees. Yeah, I know. I know. There's no sweat anywhere All right. to be found. All right. I'm just uh, wondering. It, it's got to be a little bit. Either way, uh, whatever you do, I, whatever, just do you, I suppose, if you're going to be happy. But don't be gross about it. That's all I'm asking. Maybe put some effort into your life. <laughs> be nice. Morning After with Nick and the Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, your chance to win some stuff from us with Bad Impressions. It's next on the X-Rock. <laughs> Bad impressions. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, VIP style to the lounge at the end of the universe Saturday, 7 o'clock for Pun Slam, which uh, sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun, especially if you enjoy puns. You listen to this uh, station, you've heard more than your fair share of pun theater. You should be excited. Uh, figure out bad impressions and you're in cool interactive and a vip pass for you for saturday night if you want to go check out some comedy you can do so on us our phone number is 208-287-1003 the way bad impressions works is this big j has a celebrity in his mind and then he has written three clues to go around that celebrity based on those three clues you must figure out who the celebrity is Sometimes it doesn't take all three clues. Sometimes it does. You never know. Let's go to the phones and get a contestant. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, sir. What's your name, please? Jeremiah. All right, Jeremiah, you're up first. I'm the best girl dad in the world. Not that. Can you smell what I'm cooking for brunch? Yeah, nicely done. Always a good guess on Bad Impressions. It's good enough to get you VIP tickets to the Idaho Pun Slam on Saturday night. 
7 o'clock at Lounge at the End of the Universe. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Clue 3 for fun? Uh, I like to rock the fanny pack. And why is The Rock in the news? The Rock is gracing the cover of People magazine, a special uh, 100 Reasons to Love America. And uh, he is... Uh, what? What's the I problem? don't know. I, the, the, just that that's a magazine article, I suppose, is comical to me. Uh, but The Rock is the number one reason to love America? Yes, All yes. Right. And uh, in this issue, he uh, talks uh, extensively about fame and being a father, especially of uh, young girls, and uh, how he navigates through that. So it's pretty interesting. And finding peace in that maybe one day he will really run for, run for president. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's got the uh, the cachet to uh, to cash in and take advantage of it if he really wants to. And God knows we're obsessed with celebrities, so we probably would elect him president. But uh, either way, I'm happy for him. Uh, what was number two, Big J? Freedom, Constitution, uh, just behind the rock? Uh, the morning after. Oh, nice. Um, 100.3, the x Rock. Mm, I didn't get the memo. I'm wearing People magazine. Well, That's why awesome. would you? They send that stuff to me. Good job. Well, I think you'd be touted a little bit louder. Nah. But, uh, it's People magazine. I mean, nobody cares. Irrelevant. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. Aaron Jones, that is mercy. It's going to wrap up the Morning After with Nick and Big J here on this Thursday morning. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. We really do appreciate it. I don't care what Big J says. I think it's fantastic that you spent your morning with us. We got a recap of E3 courtesy of Big J as part of the Nerd Alert. Got somebody else qualified for... The Aftershock Festival even had a chance to talk about some people's sleeping habits over the course of the show today. And a reminder that battery acid is not water, no matter how it may look. Uh, It's not a good uh, kind of scene for your insides if you digest it. And one guy found that out the hard way over there in India. It's not not a fantastic end to that story, that's for sure. But it does leave you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, coming up here Sunday on June 20th, Clairvoyant Brewing. It's Game Night Live, so trivia. And uh, they're joining the fight against Alzheimer's by using the memories of those who can't. So it's really, really interesting. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun chance for winning some prizes, have some brews, and uh, do a great thing. And they're teaming up with another business to make that happen, right? Uh, Phoenix Fire Games, right? Possibly, yes, I think so. Oh, you? I thought you were sure. I, I don't know who is Game Light Night Live is. That might be a, a branch of Phoenix Fire Games. I don't know for sure. Oh, I see, I see, I got you. Either way, it's a chance for you to have some fun and uh, donate to a fantastic cause. As Sunday is again the longest day, and uh, it's something that obviously Big J is very, very passionate about. And hopefully, you can get yourself out and about this Sunday and uh, do a little bit of. You know, fundraising and have a little bit of fun. Have you put together like an itinerary for your Sunday? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, but yeah, I know there's lots of options for you yeah. to go out there and give a little bit to it. So hopefully you have a chance to do exactly that. Uh, tomorrow on the show, we'll have another chance for you to qualify for Aftershock at 7.30. More VIP tickets to the Idaho Pun Slam that's happening Saturday at the Lounge at the end of the universe. And uh, finally, I think it's time. Friday, we'll tell the story of how weird Monday was around these parts. As you should get a peek behind the curtain. Yeah as some of the chaos that happened on Monday. That is 100% my fault. Uh, next set of X-Rock brought to you by Indian Creek Plaza. This Saturday, you can make some plans for yourself. Wild West Brewfest is happening down in Caldwell. Everything you love about the Wild West, 30 plus, plus brews, live music, beard and mustache contest. For all the details, check out IndianCreekPlaza.com. It's going to do it for us. Ian filling in for Jason Drew. That's coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the X-Rocks.